Red Rock Lit Fest Writers Read. Hello, and welcome. Today I'm with writer and actress Julie Butters. Julie is the author of Pocket Prayers for Young Professionals. She is also the author of a stage adaption of Jane Eyre, which was produced as a Zoom film in 2020. At the festival on Saturday, November 6th, she will be giving a dramatic reading in costume of a new solo performance, Jane and Rochester, adapted from Jane Eyre. Welcome, Julie. How are you? I am doing very well. Thank you so much for having me here today. Oh, you're very welcome. So I'm ready to ask you three questions. Are you ready to answer? I am, Firehead. Okay. Do you prefer pen or keyboard when you write? I prefer keyboard. I am a quick typist, and I find that using the computer helps me to get my thoughts down a little bit faster and edit more easily than if I were using pen and paper. Okay, and what time of what time of day do you like to write, or are you a nighttime writer? Uh, definitely the morning. I like to write when I'm fresh. Um, the ideas are fresh in my head, and I have more energy. I'm also part of a writers group, which often meets on weekday mornings over Zoom. So we all keep each other company while we work on our novels. And what's inspiring you at the moment? I would have to say my husband Brian. He is my best friend, and he is amazingly supportive of all my creative and artistic endeavors, so I'm very, very grateful to him. Mm. And what's his name? Brian. Hey, Brian. Okay. <laughs> and what are you going to be reading to us today? I will be reading an excerpt from Jane and Rochester. It's a new work that I adapted from Jane Eyre, and the festival will be the first time that anyone aside my husband has uh, seen and heard it, so hope people will enjoy. I first met Mr. Rochester on a cold afternoon in January. The ground was hard, the air was still, and the road, like each of my 18 years of life, was lonely. My outing, to post a letter, was a welcome one despite the chill, for in the months since I had begun my post as governess at Thornfield Hall, I had grown restless. One might have thought that the housekeeper, Mrs. Fairfax, and my lively young pupil, Adele, would have been company enough for a plain, friendless orphan. And one might have thought, too, that a woman of my station would be content with a position and a roof over her head. I even had a mystery to ponder. Grace Poole, a servant at Thornfield, whose unearthly laughs and nocturnal wanderings made me regard her with not a little trepidation. But I was not content. I wished to see places I had only read about in books, and I longed to meet people whose souls were akin to mine, who would not despise but embrace the fiery imagination and passionate emotions that I had learned through years of punishment by those who had raised me, to keep under constant check. I was thinking of all this as I walked along the road, which was slick with ice from the rain that had fallen the night before. Lost in contemplation as I was, I was startled to hear a barking dog and the clatter of a horse's hooves from behind. Out of the gloomy mist, a rider approached, 
passed, fell. The dog barked. A man cursed. Determined to be useful, I approached. Are you injured, sir? The man turned his face to mine. It was a stern one and strong, with heavy brows and a prominent forehead. Thank you, no, he scowled. It is only a sprain. Had this stranger been handsome, I should never have pressed my case. What had beauty to do with me? But his roughness put me strangely at ease. I cannot think of leaving, I said, until I see that you are fit to mount your horse. He examined me. You ought to be at home yourself, he said. What are you about, wandering at dusk like a lost sprite? When I explained I was carrying a letter from Thornfield, he seemed surprised. Are you acquainted with Mr. Rochester, the owner of the hall? No, sir, I answered. He has been away from home. I am the governess to his ward, Adele Veron. This answer seemed to resolve whatever mystery my presence held for the stranger, though it did nothing to illuminate his from me. I helped him to his horse, and before parting he urged me, Make haste with your letter, Mademoiselle Governess. Then return as quick as you can. As I watched him ride away, his dog barking after him, and his tall, dark figure disappearing into the gloaming, I couldn't help but wonder. Return for what? Oh, Julie. Wow, <laughs> you bring that to life. Thank you, thank you. Gosh, oh, wow, what memories of Jane Eyre. I love that story. It's very dear to my heart. I was just delighted to get a chance to adapt the play and play her in the film version that was presented over Zoom by Flock Theatre of Connecticut and getting to revisit it through yeah. this adaptation of a, a new work was very exciting as well. Oh, absolutely. Gosh, gosh. And what drew you to Jane in the first place? I have loved the story of Jane Eyre since I was quite young when I first read it. I of course love the mystery and romance of this story, but I think what most appeals to me is the character of Jane herself. She's such a strong figure, such a strong woman in that time period, uh, very independent, um, insistent on the fact that women have their own thoughts and feelings and the importance of them, even if they desire love in their lives, to also remain independent people. And at that time, that was pretty radical for a woman to say. Uh, and so Charlotte Bronte herself was certainly an inspiration and the character of Jane Eyre for that reason and also just her inner conviction. She really holds true to what she believes is right, even when it's most difficult. And she's, despite that, also still a very warm, loving person. And so I've always admired her and getting to play her is a dream come true. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming. I'm so excited about this. And you can listen to more from Julie. She's on a panel, and that panel is going to be on Saturday or Sunday? There are two panels on Sunday. Okay. One is about writing for children and young adults, okay. and one is about screenwriting, in which I'll talk about adapting Jane Eyre for the stage, and then ultimately it became a Zoom production. So there are film elements there. Okay, so those are the two panels, and then the actual performance is at the end of the day on Saturday, I believe at 4.30? 
I believe the performances are 3.30 to 4.30. And I'm, to I'm the okay. last of the three performances that we're having. Okay, so you can hear Julie talk about stuff intellectually, and then you can <laughs> watch her performance of Jane and Rochester. Thank you so much. Remember, at the Red Rock Literary Festival, you can register at our website, reacharts.org. And as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Stop by again. <laughs>